the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. It's a little overcast out of my house this morning. Yes, mine too. I heard it was, did I hear right that there's a possibility of rain on Sunday? You know, I was... Just hoping you wouldn't say that that quickly, because as I was sitting here watching my funny videos and Dom mm-hmm. DeLuise, I forgot to look at the forecast. I know it's supposed to be a cool overcast weekend. I thought they were. I thought I heard last night on the news that they were uh, projecting possible sprinkles on Sunday. Isn't this the unofficial start of summer? Yes. It depends on where you are in the country. From it's what I understand, it's not summer. Yeah. Well, no. The, oh, are not, you complaining about the temperature again? Oh, absolutely. I want summer. I'm ready. I know you are, but you are so old manish about this. <laughs> you, you you like the overcast. You like the cool. No, okay. I don't. But there's an old saying from my Pueblo. I don't know if you've heard this or not. From you, I'm sure I have. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I it agree. is what it is. And, and we can't change it. I can't correct. fix it. Even well, oh, with, yes, all the chem, with all the chemtrails. This is because you're driving your truck. Yeah. No, I drove your... an electric car today. Oh, well, it's because you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a little. We're in a little bit different pattern this this year. I'm okay with it. It's filled the reservoirs. Oh, I, I agree. So, I'm happy with what happened, but that's so. If we have to put up with a little us. cooler yeah. summer, and our tomatoes are going to be a little bit delayed, and our peppers are going to be a little bit delayed, so be it. We're digging holes in the Del Mar Fairgrounds in cooler weather. What is bad about that? The overcast. Um, I need some sunshine. Remember, most of my you, most of my DNA is plant. See what so. you started, Ken. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Possible light rain will come mid next week. Yeah. See, uh, the, I, I don't, I don't know who Apple uses for their weather app, but it's horrible because yeah. it, it just shows cloud, it just shows cloudy on Sunday. It's they're talking. Oh yeah, well they're talking about drizzle over the weekend, and then yeah. a little bit different change uh, in the pattern later in the week. See, I can argue with George. I can call him out. And read the National Weather Service at the same time. Pretty, pretty impressive, don't you think? Thank you. It's because you're always arguing with me. It's just that's that, that just part, what I that do. Part, that's that part's easy. Bicker, <laughs> bicker and quibble. Bicker and quibble. Oh, let's see. We have garden classes today in both stores in Sandy. Oh, wait, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. We welcome, have no. Welcome, we have no class in. scheduled in Poway. I thought. I thought. I, Who's on the board for? It says no classes Memorial Day weekend. It says Farmer Roy for Farmer next Roy week. For, for next, next week. week. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, no class in Poway today. So if it makes you feel any better, Ken, I thought that Farmer Roy was this week as well. I didn't read the I, yeah, details. I, I obviously did not read the details <laughs> I either. I didn't so, either. Um, so next week, Farmer Roy will be teaching a class, which those are very popular. So. Um, Make a note on your calendar. Uh, today at 9 o'clock in San Diego, there is a class, and it is going to be Pollinators with Ryan. Um, Monday is Memorial Day, and both stores will be open regular hours on Memorial Day. So if, you want, if you're if you going to take a long weekend and want to get some stuff done in the yard, now it would be a good time to do that. I, I just got a suggestion for George for the weekend that we should send him out to the desert where it's warm and toasty, George. And there's plants and life out there. 
There so is. you could get warmth and, and vegetable matter. <laughs> At least the warmth. Yeah. It's just a thought. Thank you, I'll Cindy. take it under advisement. Okay. Please continue. Okay. Next weekend, June 3rd, um, in San Diego, it's going to be Growing Peppers with Richard, and that's at 9 o'clock, and at 9.30 in Poway, it's going to be um, Vegetables in Succession with Farmer Roy. So um, if you want to learn how to grow vegetables a lot them. of vegetables... In a small Roy space. Is the, Roy is the guy to do it. The amount of, the amount of produce that he pulls out of the ground out there is absolutely incredible what what's he what does he say he does, it's in like, excess of twenty five thousand pounds now per yeah. season per year it's 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 insane it's, it's a lot. absolutely insane well it's going to have he's going to have a tough time this year with the cooler weather because things aren't going to it's be, going as to be productive. delayed <laughs> yes he was complaining about that last week as well so I'm not alone in this. Yeah, but see, I only hear it from him once a week. <laughs> you hear from you, daily. You, you, it's a little different. My uh, peppers and tomatoes are growing very nicely. They have not – they're not ripening because it's not warm, but they're growing. And I was thinking about how small my pepper plants were this week, but they are probably six inches above the mulch that I almost buried them with two weeks ago. So they're clearly growing, but – well, the tomato, the tomatoes I put in about three or I guess it's probably close to four weeks ago now are just growing like, like crazy. I haven't even fed them yet. So ours to took off as that. well. And what surprises me with the with the cooler weather is that there's not as much. I haven't seen any disease. Normally, you start seeing you know yeah, some I stuff on the leaves. A little bit of spotting to the older interior leaves, but the whole top looks, looks really really good. That's good. Yep, yeah, it stuffs too. If it starts to warm up, it should really take off. Well, that was Chuck and I were having a conversation. I didn't. He doesn't say it all the time, so I didn't holler at him like I did to you this morning. I'm a little sorry, George. A little sorry, <laughs> not a lot sorry. I didn't take any hollering out of that, so <laughs> okay, you're good. okay. Um, that he's afraid that summer's going to arrive on a day right. and take over. I don't know. It'll be in June, I guess, but that all of a sudden the heat will arrive and yeah. summer will be here. We're not going to have a transition. Well, I period. guess it's supposed to be a – aren't they forecasting it to be a, a warm summer this year? Well, yeah, and they were forecasting a dry winter. Well, that's Remember, true. Remember, it was a La Nina. We weren't going to get any rain. Right. He well, did. now now, now I'm, I'm kind of scared since we're going into El Nino what, what's yeah. going to what, really what, happen. What we're, what we're really going to get exactly. this winter. <clears throat> That's true. This is very interesting. Yeah. You know, if, if La Nina means we're not going to get any rain and we had that ridiculous winter this year, what's it supposed to mean when, when we're El Nino rolls rain. around yeah, and we're, we're supposed, supposed to get rain? Yeah. I'm guessing it means that weather is not an exact science. And no. And that uh, things will happen and we will see as they play out. Although, as I recall, we have had... We have had El Nino winters that hadn't that haven't really been very very wet. wet. So it, I, it I, sure disrupts I the the East Coast and the rain patterns around the world, including Southern California. That is true. Uh, let's see in Balboa Park today. It's the uh, Plumeria Society cutting sale that's going to be at the Casa del Prado today and tomorrow. And how many how many cuttings? They did said you they had say? thousands. Thousands. Yeah. And then uh, the second, third, and fourth, it's the uh, Cactus and Succulent Society show and sale in Balboa we, Park. We have hundreds. We do have a lot of cuttings. But not varieties. So are they, they talking they about thousands a, have, of cuttings or thousands of varieties? They said thousands of, of cuttings with, okay. with a large number of, of um, varieties. And then the 9th, 10th, and 11th of June, June is already here, um, it's the Bromeliad Society show and sale in Casa del Prado and Balboa mm-hmm. Park. So things are... Things are starting to pick up in uh, well. I think that I think the botanical building is supposed to be done pretty soon. As far as the does exterior that, restoration, oh, I was going to say, does that mean they came up with a plan <laughs> to, to charge for it? Yeah, I don't know yet. Um, the last I had heard that I thought the I thought the exterior renovation was going to be done in twenty twenty three, but they had not yet planned the interior restoration and replanting and it hadn't been funded yet that sounds so. like a david project yeah. right 
<laughs> it could be. If you end up at the Plumeria show and purchase some cuttings and are a little unsure on what to do, there is going to be a class in Poway in the latter part of June with Mike Atkinson from the Plumeria Society. Oh, very so nice. So you can come and learn you know, the best care and culture for your new Plumerias. Jacques called me yesterday looking for a purple. Oh, no, he didn't call me. He came in looking for purple cuttings. And I think I will send him to this show i will that's that's this weekend is that what you're Correct. saying yes yes good now thing you're listening it, now all of a sudden there's relevance come together not only will i show relevance uh i was out wandering around doing some stuff in the yard the other the other afternoon and we have a have a big plumeri on the on the pool deck it's been there for years i mean i don't do anything to it and i walked out and looked at it like oh oh my it apparently stayed a little too wet over the winter. Oh, <laughs> so perhaps entire, you should be doing something almost to the, it now. Almost the entire thing is just melted. Melted. Down. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's on my list of things to do today is to go and try to cut it back to find something that hasn't rotted away yet. So gotcha. we'll we'll see. But it, it's been there for twenty years. It's been sitting. It's in there. the ground. No, it's in a container. Oh. So, wow. But that's the only thing I can think of is that it's, it stayed too wet over the winter. Did it stop draining? Maybe I don't know. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to go do I'll an have autopsy. To, yeah. I'll have to, right. do, have to do a do the forensics do a, on that. Do a post mortem on it. Yeah. Okay. That's, so, thank you. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to see. But uh, we well, you and George have been spending some time out at the uh, fairgrounds, getting the uh, getting our exhibit and the flower show ready to go, enjoying the cooler weather. Well, some, some I guess, of us, I guess some one of us, us are. Well, that could, that's next weekend, isn't it? No, it, it's seventh. Uh, a week the seventh. It's a week, a week from, from Wednesday. So, I think two. Right. So it's two two weeks from today. No. Oh, is I, it? They I start it, midweek. I think it's starting midweek. What oh. day is the seventh? Oh, it's it, yeah. the tra- the track is opening day right. is on Friday. For which I thought was kind of strange that they, yeah they didn't open July, on they don't yeah. open on Thursday. and you know who's the opening artist, Mister Mahady? Train. Really? They're going to be. Playing opening night at the fair. I think it's Wednesday night. Okay, so that that is right around the corner. And uh, if you have not done so before, um, venture out into the infield of the track this year. Melanie and I went out with Rich. Uh, he took us on a tour and showed us everything that they've got going on out there. The, the stuff he planted looks incredible. I am never. I'm always surprised at how quickly and well things grow in that infield. Their proximity to the coast, the complaints that I've heard about the cooler weather would imply that things shouldn't be growing. But all of his plants, we should probably have him do the radio show, (laughs) Uh, look good. Uh, We got to go back out there yesterday as well and cruise through the middle of the track. Yeah. And with that constant breeze too, it's it's interesting how well everything is is. Thriving. Well, he's, he's got everything wrapped in cellophane well, too. Cellophane and fencing, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And so say you have to take a lot more precautions to to keep to the soil the te- to keep the soil temperature up. <laughs> sure, they sure look happy. And right above them, there were the flags blowing. He said it was going to blow stronger later in the day, but the flags were straight out. And but it wasn't that breezy where we were. No. I mean, at ground level, but right. twenty mm-hmm. feet up, it was. Um, which is why but you're not do, growing tomatoes do well, at and which feet. is why right. uh, recipe 420 bang may not be a bad soil for growing your vegetables. In. No, it seems to <clears throat> seems to work pretty well. Well, with everything except for a ginormous pot of beans. Oh, the one in the back. Yeah, they look they look like they're not they don't have any food. Yeah, and I even put an extra pound of well last week I threw an extra pound of Doctor Earth on it to to green them up i don't know if the, the we're watering them too much are they getting enough yeah. sun because it's it's the the sun's not hitting that in the morning maybe not yeah that's a good excuse i'm gonna go with a lack of sunshine thank you george just like me lack <laughs> of sunshine. so just for clarity since it, you, you didn't sound sure the fair is june 7th a wednesday through july 4th there we go thank you sir you're listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with more Right after this, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number.
get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, while we were out at the... Uh, but while we were in the while we were in the infield, we made the uh, obligatory walk over to the uh, turf track at the racetrack, and it's unbelievable. I mean, the what they do. Yeah, I I, I don't think I I don't think I've ever seen nicer turf anywhere else. I mean, it it's absolutely beautiful. It is perfect. There's no and it's weeds. a Bermuda hybrid, and it's right by the cool coast, and it looks fantastic. It they does. cut it every ten days. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm looking at you, George, because it's warm enough for Bermuda grass, but it's not warm enough for you. Exactly. It's okay. a uh, Greg Norman hybrid. Oh, it is G- he- GN one or GN two. I can't remember which one it was. Rich told me what it was, but it's a. It's beautiful. It's absolutely absolutely beautiful. Their their greenskeeper does or their yeah, turf track their, their track maintenance it, people do an unbelievable job. Very very nice grass. Yeah, quite pretty. Quite pretty. Did you ask yeah. him how often they water it? Because I didn't. Oh, no, wow. I, I don't remember him saying that. Yeah. I, For those of you who are not watching your radio <laughs> this morning, the radio. Ken just showed so, us a picture of the beautiful, dark, deep green turf from Greg Norman, the great white shark, right? From yeah. down under. Correct. And yes. that's where they got the. In, I mean, they, they went down and studied the racetracks in New Zealand and Australia, which makes it appropriate that it's Greg Norman's odd. Oh, I didn't. That I did not know. That's where their trackologist. What do you call a track turf specialist? Goes well. Anyway, they they did go down there and pull information from their turf, and it looks like they must do good turf down there because it looks gorgeous here. Well, I'm guessing they use it on golf courses too. You think? Yeah. (laughs) Now you're you're just a a thought. You're a Bermuda lawn guy, right? Yes. Just just asking. No, for a friend. For a friend, for yeah. for the rest of us, I yeah. think it's unbeatable. It's self-repairing. It's more drought tolerant than the other grasses. It will go. It's more invasive than the other grasses significantly. It's my. I, I have Bermuda True in my that. backyard, and it's not. It really has not encroached outside of the lawn area. Do you have a border of some sort? Yeah, there's a plastic border around okay, it, well, but uh, and that may be just all that it needs is to, to it stop just, it. it, it I've, I've had the experience of it growing through everything, into pots, flower pots, containers, um, <clears throat> under into the vegetable bed, into the garden Do you bed. know where it's doing best at my house? In your flower bed. No, under the fruit trees that have been mulched oh, to yeah. protect them <laughs> and then watered. And uh, I have very nice... Almost Delmar turf quality Bermuda <laughs> under my fruit trees where I don't want it. Right. In the shade? Well, younger fruit trees. I was going to say, because the way our house is set up in the in um, the wintertime, about a third of my back lawn is shaded by the house because the sun moves farther south. And the Bermuda is really thin yeah. on that on that side of the on that side of the lawn. In the summertime, it gets a it, it thickens up, it thickens like, up a little bit, yeah. but not. It's still it's still somewhat shady. So, um, but out in the out in the sunny parts, it's yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's fine. But yeah, Bermuda, Bermuda does not do well in shade. Real shade. It does not, not do well in shade at all yeah. now. But no. I was going to say our our friend Tom Spellman from Dave Wilson Nursery when he's taught classes for us on backyard orchard culture, mm-hmm. and he touts the benefits of mulch. Well, you know all the things it does. One of the things he says it will suppress weeds. And then he says, except for Bermuda grass, where it becomes a nursery and just develops it. So, you know, it's not good for that environment. What does he offer as a solution to that? He d- we didn't. It was more just a – it was about the weeds. He if didn't. I ever put some herbicide in a pump sprayer, I may go do some experimentation under my fruit trees, see if I grow any extra I, I think digits. It, I, I, agree. <laughs> I agree with you that it's a, it's a tough lawn. It does well. It's more drought tolerant. But it, I just – I find it too invasive. Fair enough. 
gets around your roses well, maybe and then, the, then it's in the roses, may, climbing up in the maybe, roses yeah. with your plants. Maybe common Bermuda. But like my back lawn is it's a, it's hybrid. It's oh he's he's what better is, than he's you. better than the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is it? Is it tiff green? Tiff, tiff green. green. It's okay. tiff green. Right. Tiff green. That okay. used to be the standard. Yeah. Well, no, my uncle used to grow tiff dwarf, which was which was different. Uh, which I think it was actually even shorter than tiff green. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I would not like that because it shows all the imperfections, and I wouldn't do all the proper prep to have a perfectly level, flat lawn with no divots, and then the gophers would come. And so, having a less than perfect type of dwarf grass well, that's, would be best. That's what my back lawn looks like is less than perfect. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> now it's the the gardeners when because bring the mower in from yeah, neighbors m- or, yeah mowed everybody else's lawn right it's always bringing stuff in and now it's the everything lawn is, the lawn is somewhat contaminated yeah. and yeah. it's difficult to go through and, and clear the individual stuff out although that's one thing that's nice about bermuda is you can go through you can spot treat with with herbicide like grass be gone and things like that and if you lose a little bit of the bermuda it yeah, it'll fill back it'll, in it'll, to it'll David's ba- point about being self-repairing. I yeah. agree with that. Yep. Yeah. But as I said, you'll have it elsewhere. It will go. Yes. It, it can go. Well, go. And everywhere. to be fair, the trees were planted in the Bermuda's area. Okay. So the Bermuda was there first, and then came the trees. So there's kind of a they. It's their area. It's it's their turf, if so you to will. speak. <laughs> yes. So. Uh. Sorry. That's all right. I knew you were going to have to get I, there somewhere. I apologize. I, you know, we got off track. We were at the Del Mar Fair working on the display, not long enough apparently, and it was cold. It wasn't not cold. cold. It wasn't cold. But it was just it is coming it along. It is coming along nicely. The uh, asphalt has been converted. The Garden Railway Society is putting in an incredibly detailed layout. Oh, and, there's, and there's a lot of folks working on that There was daily. probably a dozen people there yesterday really? working on it. Yeah. Wow. Well, think about all those teeny tiny little plants. Since somebody and has buildings. to stand yeah. somebody has to stand over everybody and supervise. To point to where the, yes. the stuff's supposed yes. to go in. Um, nice water features. The Fern Society has a nice display. It, they have it's some interesting along. stuff. At the the Fern Society has some really neat stuff in their in Ag- their display. Agreed. Things I've never seen before. And I was no. telling you that one looked like your your uh, daughter's plant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Uh, hers is very neat and gray, but it is totally different what, than what the one we saw. What kind of plant? When you say it, oh, that's a just a plant. It's a silver staghorn of yeah. platycerium that is silver and it is very finely cut on its base shields and the color is unlike any other platycerium i've seen huh. wow. yeah, it wasn't identified it's, it's really neat they hadn't identified it yet okay. it, 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 i'm sure it will be by the time Fair judging rules, yeah. rolls around i submit to you it has been identified it just wasn't posted <laughs> oh that's true more than likely but uh, I, I don't sorry more than likely see so it, it is coming along nicely. And, a little bit more, uh, about a day and a half or so. I, I do want everyone to know if they are looking for a canvas military-style tent, do not go to the G.I. Joe surplus in El Cajon because they have no canvas tents there. Oh. So we had to settle. It was very sad. <laughs> we settled. Yes. Um, but they did have lots of other tents and lots of other surplus equipment, not to badmouth the surplus store which you did which i did <laughs> they probably have lawyers. i take it back <laughs> um one of our employees was up there the other day working with the um, native plant society on their exhibit and he and i were walking out back out to the parking lot together and was telling them how the flower show has changed at the fair over the years and it's just a now it's just a shadow of what it what right. it used to be I mean, before the, before the O'Brien Pavilion went in, it was it was huge, um, the amount of space that it took up. And even after the O'Brien Pavilion went in, yeah. But it has allowed bigger spaces and larger gardens, and what's there is very very nice. No, it's just I'm not, not I'm as not, many. I'm not, as. I'm not I'm not, not bad mouthing. Okay, I'm just okay. saying it, it's it's completely different from what it from what it used to be, and the 
way that the way that the show is set up is completely different from what it used to be. It, there used to be there used to be different classifications of displays depending on what you were there were there was like a fern garden display, there was a fuchsia display, um Eckies, the Eckies would put in um out of season poinsettias uh some years. Uh, there's landscape. This different yeah, there was landscape. a whole there was there, it, 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 a whole different set of classifications, and each of those classifications was judged on. So there were first, second, and third prizes given to each of those classifications, which now there's it's, fewer. It's, it's 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 much fewer. It, well, just an, more of an exhibit, and there's not there's not first, second, and third anymore. You. There's awards. There's there are awards, but the the first, second, and third are are not there. And, and think about how many. And we've talked about this on many occasions. How many fewer nurseries there are, both right. wholesale oh, yeah. and retail. And and our county used to be filled with them, mm-hmm. and now we have a fraction. Oh, of it, what what once were just yeah, just a, a just a tiny. Well, to be able to have a classification just for fuchsias. Where you would put in a fuchsia display, we, we had two or three fuchsia, fuchsia growers, growers in San exactly. Diego, well, yeah. and Stubbs had that sales booth on the midway. Yeah, right as you come in, or right as you're going out, so you yeah. can pick up your gorgeous fuchsia baskets on your way yeah. out. Were, are they? Uh, that Stubbs doesn't happen anymore. No, they're, Stubbs, they're Stubbs is well. There was Stubbs, and then there was Fire Mountain, and Weedners would grow fuchsias as well. Um, but Stubbs and Fire Mountain have been gone for years. Uh, but that was all they grew, basically, was was fuchsia. Well, I was looking forward to the fair till you went out and depressed me, <laughs> Ken. Thanks. It's not what it Thanks. used to be. Don't get out there. Isn't but, that the theme this year? Don't get out there, or is it get out there? But, boy, hey, that's wanna... a big, beautiful fuchsia. That was taken on our front porch yesterday, speaking of fuchsias. Somebody uh, took yeah. it? I took the picture. Oh, the picture. Yeah. Okay. But if you want a spa... Oh they, yeah, that, that how many are in there? My no goodness. Idea. Yeah, but you used to be able to walk out into that built-in pool and spa oasis after you came out. It was of right the, it was right by the right by the front. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my grandfather built that in 1947. So I have a picture of my dad standing on it when he was like 7 years old. So You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, slogans? Fair. Commercial slogans? Well, that's what we were talking about on the break. Oh, I was yeah. talking about... We were talking about the fair. The fair. The oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. I think we're... You were bad-mouthing it, and I was just trying to bring people back. I don't people think I bad-mouthed it. I think I, bad-mouth I was... I, think I didn't mean a... bad... Did I say bad-mouthing? Yes, you did. Not out loud. Oh, good, Just over good. the radio. You were talking about... <laughs> The way it, it used to be. Exactly. Oh, that was one of the things that uh, Rich showed us at the at the infield. The strawberries. Did you see the strawberries that he grew? <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh my god! Going to ask if I could go in and eat a few, but then I thought, but no. The, but the plants. Oh, they were enormous. The plants were enormous, but did you notice all oh, the berries lot, at yeah, the base? Yeah, there's a lot of berries. On, That's what the of them, plastic will do. It'll show you the berries. But the got the the plants themselves. The individual plants were probably. 12 or 18 inches across. You find out what it he's feeding. Huge. We didn't ask that. He's feeding them bang 420. No, that's the... that's the. the but fer- that soil has a lot of fertilizer it, it in does, it. It does, but I'm, I'm sure he's supplementing. Are you sure? How can you he's, be so he's, sure? He's juicing them? 
Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then he had another planter that they was, won't be able to race. That was full of um, <laughs> full of wheat. Did yes. you see yeah. that? He, yeah. That looked that looked really neat too. And I, it's been years ago, probably about twenty years ago or so. I was looking through um, through a magazine, and somebody had planted wheat as a ground cover crop in their in their garden or in their yard. So they had just like a big planter that's all it was was wheat and it it looked incredible it looked absolutely beautiful uh, i call that lazy gardening and no maintenance and just letting whatever is there grow but that was a it was intentional it was, it was it was intentional yeah they they seeded it now the, the downside is that it's all going to die right and you're going to have to do something eventually later yeah. with it otherwise you're just going to have a bare patch but when it when the wheat was growing it was it was it was absolutely beautiful. Did you notice as you were going into the infield gardens where they have all the raised beds or the planters, uh, there are two large permanent raised beds that had fruit trees in them. They're in cement, large um, raised areas. I probably did see them. I don't. They look better than they've ever looked. It's all cleaned up, and the trees look good, and there's under plantings, and there's big citrus trees, probably ones that we... <laughs> loaned them that we weren't allowed to bring we back or something like that, that many we many years up. ago but it looked it all looks really nice and if you not if when you when? get out there at the fair make sure you go over to the infield and take a look at some of the produce that yeah. is still growable here yeah. even right by the coast yeah rich has done a he's done a really good job with and, and crew and his crew yes they, and all all of all of them there yeah they were actually they he was pretty hopeful that it was going to be a, a pretty big hit this year, more so than in, in the well, past. That's, well, I, of course it will. That's where the pygmy goats are going to be hanging oh, out. Oh, that's right. Play. They have the goat mountain out yes. there. So yes. So can go out there and, and check that out as well. well. You just said something, Debbie. You said even at the coastline. That's a good point. I mean, a lot of people kind of... What, I made stare? a good point? Yeah, finally. Thank uh, you. No, people are concerned. You know, I live on the coast. I can't grow things. It's too overcast or whatever. But he has so much stuff growing very well and and it looks good and it's obviously very productive so it can it can be done even at the coast even at the coast yeah it's funny i had a customer this week that was was concerned about one plant that wasn't growing and and they knew it had been cool and there were problems because it was cool but it wasn't cool because the tomatoes were growing really well because it was so warm in her garden um it's sometimes hard to get down to the nuggets and the kernels of reality to help figure out what the problems people are having are because sometimes it can be hot and cold in the same place at the same time or it can be neither and both or something depending on how I'll how never. it's presented yes it, it yes Sorry, can, that <laughs> can, that was helpful. A little confusing, it, can, yeah. it can be it can be a challenge. It, it oh. hel- yeah. There's a reason I'm grilling you like you're a you're the prime suspect in a murder, but I'm just trying to figure out what may have gone wrong so that we can correct it, yeah. which is why you're here. Exactly, it's all right? we're trying to do. Okay. Um, if you're interested in putting some milkweed in your yard, we have a really good selection of it right now. Um, I don't know why I laughed at that. Why did that strike me as funny? I I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. No Um, one knows what goes on in your head. (laughs) Probably yourself included. That's very true. The the native milkweed, the narrowleaf milkweed, has been readily available. And the nicest sized plants that we've ever gotten. Much bigger. Uh, Much more so than a couple of years ago when we couldn't couldn't get it at all. Exactly. And, And then we could get... A stick with two branches on it in a gallon can as a narrow leaf milkweed. But this yeah. year there's there's a Some lot of brand yeah sub that's a look, substance. Look Thank you. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Did we're, you found the cursor? Yeah, I did. Uh, we're going to go talk to Bruce over in Pacific Beach. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Always a good way to start the weekend. Thank you. Uh, I got a question about plumerias. I've got I I got one that was given to me about three months ago and didn't have any any green on it at all. But it seems like it's not dead. I mean, there's a couple of shriveled up uh, 
I don't know what they're called, but anyway, but the most of it is is still hard and everything. When will it bloom? Uh, it's probably going to be a little while. Yeah, yeah. So it's still pretty, summertime, still pretty summer, early. Probably. Yeah, June, late June, July, somewhere around there, yeah. you'll start. You'll start getting some flowers when it warms up. Exactly. Yeah. It it's got to get hotter, yeah. especially right. over in Pacific yeah. Beach, exactly. closer to the coast. Unless you want to take it out to the desert <laughs> and and put it where it's warmer. Like George could take it out there for you. <laughs> when I start warming up, it'll start blooming. Should, should I put grow power on it? Sure. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't hurt at all. Absolutely. And if it is exposed to the cool ocean breezes, moving it to a warmer location, maybe against a fence or something that would protect it from the cooler breezes and warm it up a little bit would help accelerate its growth. Okay. And also, I planted a bunch of celebrity tomatoes and they're looking good. <laughs> yeah. They should be coming along very nicely about this yeah. time. Yeah. Those are the like Anderson that. favorite tomatoes for PB with celebrity. Right. Oh, I I I, I, uh, I I took your advice. I think it was two years ago, and that's all I plant now is celebrity because they always give a lot of tomatoes. Very good. Yeah, that's a Very good one. Good. All right, guys, have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Bruce. You have a good weekend too. Take care. Those were a donation every year to United Methodist. No, what? to uh, Christ Lutheran. Christ Lutheran. Christ Lutheran Church. I remember her. Yeah. Us potting him up in a little like yeah. three or four two, inch pots from two the, and a quarters two or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, Bruce, if you're still listening to us out there on in Poway on the 17th of June, we're going to have that plumeria class. You can come up there and ask your questions and get a lot more useful information on how to grow them in a better no, – From not, somebody no, who knows no, what no, they're no, talking I mean about. It that way. I mean more additional information. You Thanks, know, George. Help you with cuttings and disease and, and fertilization regimens, et cetera, to maximize your flower production. There you go. Ooh, um, that's a good – you strung together some really nice words to make a big sentence there. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go out to La Mesa where Peter is waiting. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm good. What can we do for you? Enjoy your comedy act. <laughs> uh, we we have a 21-year-old marathon hybrid dwarf uh, grass sod here in La Mesa. Mm-hmm. And, boy, the double grass slash... Uh, is just invading it here the last four or five years. But what is the best way to kill that stuff? Because it's still good. I mean, I punch it, aerate it, you know, watering, and it, it's the Bermuda grass. But, and everybody doesn't want to use, you know, the, I think, ester? Turflon ester. ester. Yeah. That's the only thing that you can use yeah. that I know of that will take Bermuda out of. Oh, um, no, the, your fingers <laughs> and digging things and making sure you get every little segment of the stems. That's a good way. I'm an old Iowa farm boy, and I did that about four years ago, and it's just, I think it just made it grow better. Yeah, you can't get every stem because yeah. they segment when you rip them out of the ground. You leave portions behind, yeah. and they just keep coming back. I Have you tried the Turflon Ester and been? I have not, and it won't uh, hurt the marathon. No, 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 it it is. It's it's a few products that will allow that fescue to thrive while it kills off broadleaf weeds and the Bermuda. Yeah, it's actually for for fescue lawns, um, Turflon ester is an outstanding uh, herbicide. Just be very careful. It is a broadleaf weed killer and two Turflon ester. All of the broadleaf plants around your lawn are broadleaf weeds. So make sure you don't get any drift and don't spray when it's breezy. Yeah. Believe me, my wife would have my you know what of her plant. So yeah, um, that's good. I'll get some from you guys. Um, yeah, I can't believe though for 21 years that it's still. I mean, it, beautiful lawn. If yeah. you take yeah, it's doing good. And um, what do you recommend? What time of year is best to do that? I think as it's just before it goes dormant, and as it's coming out of dormancy is when it is most susceptible. That's the Bermuda right he's now, talking huh? about. Yeah, right. Yeah, when it's yeah. actively growing. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, great. No, I we uh, we always listen to you guys, and uh, I think uh, it, it uh, a lot of lot of good stuff you guys have. Well, thank you very thank much. You very we appreciate much. it. Yep. Thanks. Okay. Have a great weekend. Yep. Bye. Take care. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. All the hard work we do here to try not to give anybody information, and people are getting information regardless. <laughs> You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. We're going to go out to Hamul. David's part of the county. Clo- close to my part close. of the country. Uh Talk to Sandy. Good morning, Sandy. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for having your program on. Well, on thank weekends. you. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, my wife, I heard my wife shriek the other day while she was out working in the yard, and uh, she had been lightly watering one of our uh, staghorn ferns, which, uh, because of its size and age, had separated itself and collapsed from the backboard. Uh and what I wanted to find out is I don't really want to wrestle with putting it back on a, a new board. Do you have staff out at your Poway store who would be capable of remounting that for us? Uh, unfortunately, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, David would be able to take care of that for you. All right. Should I call ahead to find out when that uh, gentleman's out there at the store and then bring it out for evaluation and uh let him or staff sure uh, i'm I'm usually there tuesday through saturday and um call the store or and text me a picture of it first before you drive all the way up to poway with it um and let me see what i would suggest before you do that okay um i'm an older fellow and i don't do much texting i don't get out much anymore either which is why i thought how I take the long drive to Poway. How far out um, in Hamul are you? I'm out in Rancho San Diego area. Okay. Um, call me at the nursery this morning after we open up. I live right out by Steel Canyon High School. Maybe I can come by and take a look at it. I wouldn't be able to remount it there, but I could come take a look at no, it no. if you're close and make recommendations um, as to what to do, all right? I appreciate your uh, willingness to do that for us, and... Uh, Carry on with your fine program. I learn something every week, and uh, if I'm awake at this time, <laughs> us too. Fair enough. Yeah. Dog pawing at my hand, at my head this morning to get up and feed him. So uh, well, you wanted to listen. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for yeah. getting up and listening to us as well. We really appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Uh, let's see. We're going to go head out to Del Mar, where Dean is waiting. Good morning, Dean. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Love your show. Thank you. Uh, been, a, been a landscaper for 40 years, and, you know, I've always been dodging that question, what, how to get rid of that Bermuda out of the lawn. I found that really interesting, but I'm trying to understand, is it Esther? How do you spell that, or is it just uh, Turflon? Turflon yeah. Esther, and I think it's T-U-R-F-L-O-N. Right. E- um, and the space E-S-T-H-E-R. Yeah. It might not have the H. I don't think yeah. there's an H, but... Yeah. But now, now that that only that with the Bermuda that only works on fescue lawns. You can't use it on other yeah. other it, lawns. It kills warm season grasses in cool season grasses. Yeah. So it will kill Bermudas and Saint Augustine, Saint Augustine and, and broadleaf and, weeds and kikuyu grass and broadleaf weeds. Yeah, it got a lot of oxalis going on. That stuff's a pain. Should take care of that as well. But be careful of the drift. It is, it is. Stronger than the other broadleaf weed killers and is more likely to cause problems from drift on surrounding shrubs. Uh, roses seem to be particularly susceptible, so right. be very careful with it. It's a Monterey product. Is it without the oh, okay. S? A, a, without the yeah, H? Yeah, it, it's, it's E-S-T-E-R. Okay. And then, and then where I really was calling about, and you got my interest in that, and I was stoked on that, uh, the um, slopes, Bermuda and slopes. What, um, growing through the ice plants, you know, yeah, ground covers, things like that. Yeah, that's a. T- there used to, there used to be an ice plant weeder, right? I think that's what it was called. Yeah, that was it was an ice plant weeder, but it it, it was a salt. it was a it was a salt. Yeah, and it it changed the yeah. pH of the soil to the point where the ice plant would do okay, but other other stuff would not. I don't even know if that's still available anymore. Will yeah. grass be gone? Damage Bermuda. Bermuda? I would think so. So maybe grass be gone because it will not 
damage the yeah, ice plant. Might yeah, not. That, yeah, that used to be the, the fusillade would would take Bermuda out of junipers and things. Try you, try grass be gone in a small area and on make the sure bank. it doesn't right. doesn't damage the anything on the bank and and see if it'll take care of it for you. Hey, you guys got one more. I've always wanted to debate this one. Sure. Uh oh. Debate? Uh, it's not bad. Not bad. Go not ahead. Debate. I'm change the frame rate. I like drip. I think it works really well around houses and other areas. But I don't dig it at all in big slope areas and stuff like that. And I think with water management you could still go back to your MP rotors and things of that nature. But just at at a, you know, a, a several times a day or night. Uh, I'm just getting sick of drip, to be honest with you. I love it around the houses, the edges, because it doesn't destroy the, you know, the structure and, and smaller bedding areas. But when you start talking bigger areas, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been putting a lot of it in. I'm just not a fan of it. With um, uh, What do you guys Well, as, you, I think drip, drip irrigation, if it's done properly, w- works very well. The problem that we see on a almost daily basis is people put it in and they don't do it right or they don't understand they don't understand how the how the system is supposed to work and that and that includes professional landscapers too i mean it they don't run them long enough they 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 never run them long enough i mean they'll they'll put them in and they'll run it for for 10 or 15 minutes and think that that's going to be enough water and it's it's not even close and that that is the the biggest problem that we see is people is the the people don't understand the amount of duration that the system has to run to make it to make it work and to make it work effectively. And, and in a larger area, I have seen it effectively done with the Netafim products, where you put them down in a grid and then can water yeah. a large ground cover area that way. But I would be totally with you on the larger areas, just using rotors or something that is efficient. But that will give you thorough coverage over a large area, and you and just and you run it f- fewer minutes a day, but more often in order so it doesn't run off the slope, and it yes. seems to work. Yeah. Yes, I would I would support you in that yep. in that arena. Um, and Netafim works really well again if it's used properly, but then if you have a whole bank covered with Netafim, and then finding the problem after ground covers growing over it, if or when there's a problem, well, well when, to, when you know what. Be, yeah. We should have. That's what Kevin should call and talk to us about avocados and Netafim. Kevin Grangetto. Oh, we'll, we'll have That'd to interesting. talk to. Uh, we'll we'll see if. Uh, I'm sure he would be happy to talk to us about it. So maybe next week. Keep your ears open. Now you have to listen next week too. Sorry about that. Do <laughs> uh, every morning when I get off. I got got the route to do, and and basically been doing this for like 35, 40 years. Yeah. He's an old guy like <laughs> us. <end> of it. <laughs> I don't feel old. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, now we're going back to like uh, supreme maintenance quality work, you know, no mow and blow. And uh, good. uh, I got my my act in that really good. I just wanted to pick your brain on this Bermuda stuff and I appreciate your time, guys. And are you guys there in La Costa or is that the Poway store? I'm trying to get you guys confused with Anderson and some other. Anderson, Anderson Lacosta is a different Anderson. No, no affiliation with us at all. We have, we have a store in Poway, and we have one in San Diego. Okay, I got you. Okay. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. See you, Delmore. Thanks. You too. Take Bye-bye. care. He said he was from Delmar, right? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to ask him. I'm always looking for good East County maintenance people. Um, oh. Although. Well, Dad's never happy with the maintenance, but <laughs> never mind. Uh, we have classes, yes, right? Yes, we do. Um, in Point Loma, at least. In Point, oh. Lo- in Point Loma today. No class in Poway. Okay. Um, but in San Diego at 9 o'clock, it's going to be going to be pollinators with uh, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, next weekend, it's going to be um, growing peppers with Richard in San Diego at 9 o'clock and growing vegetables in succession with Farmer Roy in Poway at 9.30. Uh, both stores will be open on Monday, Memorial Day. And it is Memorial Day, and we ask that you take a moment at some point over the weekend and um, pause and give honor to those that uh, didn't make it home. Memorial Day is for those who served in our military and didn't make it home, uh, as opposed to Veterans Day uh, for veterans in general. Indeed. 
You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back next weekend with another hour right here. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.